Hey fam, welcome to the Still Coloring Podcast with Tony Collier. I am your host, Tony Collier, and each series we lean into the stories of women and men that uncover their brokenness and practically show us all how they've rebuilt their lives with hope and grit. Come on, come on, let's lean in. Hello, hello, it's Tony Collier. You're listening to another episode of the Still Coloring Podcast. And I got to interview my friend, Carlos Whitaker, aka the human hope coach, hope dealer in the building. We talked about his brand new book coming out, How to Human. And it was all around this concept of being a human and being a good one, one that loves, one that presses into pain and difference and discourse and says, you know what? I can love anyway. I can bring hope into this world. We also talk about conviction and not like the nasty kind that makes everybody feel all icky inside, but the conviction that we get to embrace and then move into action. Carlos says on the podcast that conviction ain't never freed nobody. Action is what frees people. And so if you're in a painful season right now, if you're having some hard times with family members, friends, in your relationships, in your marriages, and you're feeling convicted about what's happening, I want to invite you into this episode to know that you don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay in a valley of painful conviction. Instead, you can move to action and experience real freedom and real hope. Here we go. All right. Hey, well, I'm so super excited. This is officially um, the last episode of the season. And I specifically did this on purpose. All right. January 23rd, 2023, because tomorrow, okay, Human Hope, baby, the book comes out. And I just want to take a second real quick, okay, and just say this. Carlos Whitaker has quite literally, in my personal opinion, changed the game on Instagram. All right, I just want to, I'm going to put that out there. Hashtag InstaFamilia. And, and the wow. reason why I think you've changed the game on Instagram is because I think that you have done what we all wanted to do, which is to just be purely ourselves, to document not our highlight reels, but our entire life. And I think that the, I don't know the reason why you did it, but I think the outcome has been this. You have given people authentic hope because you're not just showing the happy cutie little moments of your life you're showing all of it and when we can see all of it the entirety the pain the wrestling the ratchetness the scary moments then hope becomes more real and you've done that and I'm so excited about that I'm so excited that you're on the podcast and that tomorrow your book human hope is coming out and I just want to talk about the book first okay because that's because it's my show and I'm in charge why did you you write a book called human hope yeah well first of all this is going to be the most hilarious part of the podcast I guess. is the book's called how to human oh my and, gosh <laughs> hold on no way. i want to keep this in there hope. okay no, no, this is tell perfect. me this is, this no is we're perfect. keeping this in there thing. how to human I, I, which is I, literally yeah, I've okay got, i've got a podcast called human hope so come on. first of all help me the, for, first help of all me. everybody come on over to the podcast called yeah, human, human hope, hope. <laughs> Google that bad boy and Google we, it. and I will give you I will give you hu- human hope. Okay. Now, secondly, yeah. secondly, you need to know Tell that me. my editor, my publisher, my wife, and my kids all call my book Human Hope. Stop it. Because 
Because they, they've been saying it forever, and they're like, no, you can't just suddenly write a book called How to Human. Sorry. You've called your podcast Human Hope. But surprise, so, you, you know, did. So, okay. So, so here we are. But um, the book is called How to Human. And first of all, wow. thank you so much for even yes. uh, letting me be on your show when it comes to you know the book. I wrote this book, How to Human, yeah. because I, I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like we've forgotten. I feel like <laughs> we have just okay. plain, flat out forgotten yeah. how it is to do mm. this human thing, how it is uh, to care for each other, how yeah. it is to see each other. And uh, and so and so I thought, you know what, let me write a book about the, really the last 18 months of of me yeah. uh, trying to connect with as many humans as I can via social media <laughs> or speaking engagements, yeah. whatever it is. And and being kind of walking that fine line of mm. being around people that don't look like me, think like me, vote like me, talk like me, yeah. eat like me, and show people that hey, listen, like we actually can coexist together. Mm. Th this, this not only, but we not only can we coexist together, we can thrive together. And so I wrote a really simple manual um, uh, called How to Human, and um, three ways you know, I've already for for yep three ways. So you got be human, yeah, see humans, and free humans. Oh. There it is. That that's it. You don't even have that's to read it. the book. Be be human. See humans. Free humans. If we wow. literally just be who we were created to be, mm. see those people around us who, as they were created to be seen. Yeah. And then once we see them, that's not good enough. There has to be action following our conviction, right? Oof. Conviction is just seeing somebody, but when you put action behind your conviction, then you free somebody. So what can we do? to free the people around us. If we be, see, and free on a daily basis, we're going to be holistically Come on. Um, the, the, the picture of what I feel like God has created us to be as humanity. Come on. I'm just going to reiterate. The book is called How to Human. <laughs> I just yes. want y'all to hear it from my voice, okay? How to Human, <laughs> all right? Yes. And the podcast, okay, is Human yes. Hope. There it Here, is. Here's why I really wanted you on this season. Obviously, because you're brilliant and because... I just believe in humanity still. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I just still do believe. But I th also think that one of the thing that, things that connect us as humans is our ability to hold and embrace pain and after that, find hope, okay? Mm -hmm. What would you say to the person that is like, I don't need to process any type of pain to be human, that I can just yeah. be in la-la land and everything's yeah. clean and amazing. What would you say yeah. to them? I would say that, uh, okay, first of all, I'd say, okay, you're okay. right. You actually don't, you, you don't, you don't need to process nothing. You don't want to process nothing. You don't have to process nothing. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but if, if that is this decision you're going to make, mm. I will say that that decision, what that's going to do is not allow you to be fully human. Uh, th so, so it's, it's like, you can avoid it. You mm. can, um, uh, ignore it. You cannot look at your pain. You can run away from your pain. Yeah. And you can run the rest of your life. And then you're going to have a, a funeral one day. We're all going to have funerals one day. <laughs> and you're going to go on to where you're going to go and yeah. whatever. Then and, and you've you've lived your life the way you want to live it. But if yeah. you want to live truly, fully, and completely alive on this side of the veil of heaven, you're gonna have to stand before your pain. You're gonna Ooh. have to face your pain. You're not only gonna have to face your pain. You're gonna have to process your pain because. Out of the pain, just as you know, Tony, just Come as on. your life has shown, Come out of the pain comes beauty, right? Out out of um, just all of the trauma, you're going to come out the other side more whole than you like could even fathom. Yeah. So I, I just think to myself, like, I get it. Like, for the longest time, I avoided my pain. I didn't want to face my pain. I just numbed my pain. Yeah. And I got about 
I got about 60% better, right? Okay. Like I was like, okay, good. That's like, honest. I'm like, like I'm living 60%. Like Come this on. is awesome. Like, cause 60% is a lot better than, than 0%. Right. Yep. So like yep. you find yourself at 60%. You're like, okay, I made it 60% without facing my pain. Come on. Um, I, I'm going to kind of limp through, but uh, uh, listen, I, I don't know if the listeners of your podcast are Jesus people or not, but when <laughs> I open the Bible, yeah, I read that John 10, 10 says, um, I've come that you may have life. It doesn't say that you may have life to 60%. Come on. It actually says you may have life to the full. Now, if you want that fullness, the only way to get there is through your pain. Guess what? Ooh. When you go through your pain, yeah. you don't have to stay in your pain. No. Because when you go through something, that means there's a beginning and there's an end. So use the word through and realize that, yes, you're going to feel it's going to suck. You're going to feel it. It's going to be heavy. But when you say the word through, that means there's an ending. That means the season is going to shift. The season Ooh. is going to change. And so when you move through your pain, you're going to get to the other side. and You're going to be more alive, more fully human than you've ever been. Come on. Somebody. Sorry. Listen, I don't need to ask no questions. OK, I need to throw you a topic and you need to make it rain on us. OK, make sorry, it sorry, rain. Sorry, hope sorry, on sorry, us. Sorry. No, it's so Good. Here's what I hear you saying, just to recap for a listener, that the cost to us not only the cost to us not embracing our pain, processing through our pain is a halfway life, is a 60 percent life. And if you want the most full version of your life, the most optimum amount of freedom and hope, then you got to not only embrace it, you got to process through it. You got to sink your teeth into the pain so that you can come out on the other side more hopeful. Am I hearing that correctly? You got it. You, you, well, heard, you heard that correctly. I don't know about you, you but I want a hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. I, I, I don't want to live at 60%. I don't want 60%. Okay. I don't even want no. 90%, baby. I want a hundred. We are promised a hundred. We're, we're <laughs> promised that. So why in the world would we not go? And, and listen, I know why people okay, don't why? go there. Why? Here's the deal. Like, like we don't want to go there because we're scared that mm-hmm. if we believe that we are going to get there and then we don't get there we're going to have a crisis of faith we're going to have a crisis where well i prayed for 100 percent healing but it didn't happen i prayed for 100 percent this yeah. and i didn't get there i prayed for well if you're actually saying if, if you can if you can are able to have the cognitive thought yeah. that i have prayed for 100 percent and i'm not there yet guess what that tells me that tells me that you are still alive Oh. That you are still breathing Come on. and that there is still a possibility that your prayer is going to get answered. So why in the world would we get ahead of an answered prayer? Right. Well, like we, we want to get ahead of it so many times. And so, you know, just for the listener to know that, like, I get it. I understand you've yeah. prayed, you prayed, you prayed. It still hasn't happened. Well, guess what? There's still an opportunity that it can. So Come why on. in the world would we stop short if there, the possibility is still there? And that's why we don't. And that's why we don't. All right. So some of you listening know about my past with marriage. I was in a really toxic marriage, very verbally abusive, and I got a divorce and I got remarried really quickly. And I got to tell you this, I really wish that I would have taken my time. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my man and we have an incredibly beautiful marriage. But if we had a little bit more time, I think we would have dived into some incredible resources 
like the one I'm getting ready to tell you about. Countdown to Marriage is an online course created by Legacy Family Ministries, and it is the ultimate preparation for a meaningful and fulfilling marriage. Countdown to Marriage will help an engaged couple to connect and lay a solid foundation before declaring their vows. In this six-session course, Legacy Family Ministries walks couples through practical topics like communication styles, conflict management, sexual intimacy, shared finances, and even how to navigate relationships with in-laws. <laughs> Can I get an amen on that? The course is led by Byron and Carla Weathersby, who have spent nearly 30 years, you heard that right, 30 years preparing thousands of couples for marriage, including Chip and Joanna Gaines. The Countdown to Marriage course provides engaging training videos, actionable resources from each lesson, and really important discussion questions to get couples talking about what matters most. Now, if you are engaged to be married or you know someone who is, I want you to visit LegacyCountdown.com slash online and enter the code Ivy Media to save 25% off the cost of the course. Again, that's LegacyCountdown.com slash online and use Ivy, that's I-V-E-Y media at checkout to receive 25% off. Here's the deal. We need stronger marriages. We need marriages that will last through really hard things. And the only way for us to see that is to see couples living on the offense, not the defense, before they walk down the aisle, getting equipped with a solid foundation so that their marriage lasts. Check it out. All right, here's the question. Do you have big goals for 2023? Or are you like me, taking it one day at a time, just trying to stay on top of my crazy to-do lists? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm actually feeling pretty excited about the new year, and that's in part because of the prep dish meal plans I've recently started using. Y'all listen, I don't really like to cook, okay? I just gotta be honest about that. But these meal plans have been helping me cook and enjoy really delicious, healthy meals, even on weeknights. Now, I don't even have to think about what I need to cook okay I let the prep dish team take care of it for me every Friday I receive four meal prep meal plans straight to my inbox gluten-free paleo low carb and super fast which takes just one hour to prep five healthy dinners for the whole week y'all Prepping my week's meals with these time-saving meal plans has been a total game changer for my weeknights. I never have to think about what's for dinner, and I have so much more free time to relax with my family in the evenings. Now, the founder, Allison, is both a dietitian and a chef, and I just love knowing that our meals are not only delicious, but nutritionally balanced as well. Plus, she's a mom, like me, to two little boys, so she gets the need to feed a family without spending hours in the kitchen every night. Now, if you want to serve healthy homemade meals without the stress, the founder Allison is offering my listeners, the Still Coloring Podcast listeners, a free two-week trial to try it out. And you can't beat that, okay? So check out prepdish.com slash Tony for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash T-O-N-I for your first two weeks free. This is a no-brainer, y'all. I mean, I love free stuff. I love saving time. Go get it done, okay? Because what we're doing, what I hear you saying is that what we're doing is we are bringing our future griefs into our present moments. And it then it yeah. robs us of our future. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. It does. It does. It My robs us of our future. Sweating. And 
I know this also, like something I think about a lot is, you know, people, people don't want to process their yeah. pain because they're, they're scared that if they process it, that they're going to stay in it again. Right. So, mm. so it's like, it's like you've done everything you can to protect yourself from that pain. Right. Yeah. So everything that you've done to protect yourself from that pain, it could be a lot of things. It could be, you know, a uh, workaholism. You're just going to ex- throw yourself into all your work as hard as you can. Yeah. Uh, it could be gossip. You're just going to talk trash about other people. So you don't have yeah. to deal with the trash in your own life. It could be pornography. You're just going to start looking at things yeah. that you don't want artificial intimacy, all of these things that we do. Yeah. To, to to protect ourselves from yep. the pain like I, I feel like it, it's people either feel like it's one or the other it's like yeah. well I'm either going to medicate my, and, and yep. numb Idols. the pain mm-hmm. yep or I'm going to have to feel the pain and, and I don't want to feel it so like it's one or the other but what if I told you that it wasn't one or the other what if I told you that you don't that that your pain at at one point is no longer going to define your story what, what, what if I told you that 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 you know, you, you may feel like in the, in the midst of when you look at your pain, you may feel like, oh my gosh, like, like if I go there, then this is going to become everything of who I am. This yeah. is going to become my whole story. But let me tell you something. I, I know pain. Okay. So I, I've, I've been through lots of pain with my family, with my children, with my, with, with my career, all of it. Yeah. The, 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 the thing is, is the, the pain may feel like your entire story right now. Yeah. And I get it because yep. it, it may feel that way. Yeah. But if you, if you keep, processing and and embracing and pushing through your pain come on it's going to go from feeling like your entire story to a chapter then it's going to go you keep going it's going to feel like a chapter to a page oh it's going to move from a page to a paragraph from a paragraph to a sentence to a word to a freaking punctuation mark dot and 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 at that dot you're going to look back and go oh wait a second my pain wasn't my entire story. Come on. My pain was just a period in the middle of my entire story that I'm building. But you've got to move through your pain or else you're going to let it take up the entirety of your story. Come on, somebody. Turn to somebody right now, okay, and say, my pain will not consume me. Come on. My pain will not consume me. Hallelujah and amen. I'm, I'm your amen corner today, Carlos. I just Let's want go. you to know okay. that. Because that's, what I, that, that's the thing that stuck with me. Our pain will not consume us. It will not define our stories. It doesn't get to. Darkness does not get to have the final say. Woo! Okay, I'm about to go deep real fast. I'm freaking beelining. I don't even care. Here's (laughs) the question I've been asking every single guest on this season. And it's, it's, gosh, it's been such a good season. Lisa Turkhurst, Joe Saxton. I mean, gosh, it's just been so great. What was the most painful part of your story? I'm asking you that question because we're going to get to hope. All right. This podcast isn't just about us being in painful places. It's about us accessing those painful places, sharing those painful places so that we can show how to get out and find hope. What was your most painful moment? Huh? I got a bunch of them, but I I would say, you know, probably my most painful moment was after. So I, I had a real painful moment, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, medicating the pain in my life because of those choices. My life falls apart. I lose my family. I lose, have to move in with my friend Blake and his family and I lose my ministry. I lose everything. Right. Wow. And, and that was painful. But I, I always tell people that that actually wasn't the most painful part. Mm. The most painful part for me was rolling my sleeves up. Okay. Go with me for a second. Rolling my oh, sleeves up, doing the work, um, going to therapy, doing all the things getting some healing beginning to happen in my marriage, in my life, and then doing it again. That when I realized Mm. that, that, 
<laughs> so wait, you're telling me that that there's no amount of rolling up my sleeves and doing the hard work that Come is going to get me out of this painful cycle of medication in my life that I'm going to need something else. That was honestly the most painful moment was, was seeing the look of, it wasn't the, it wasn't the same devastation, but it was still a medicating devastation to my Ooh. family. The, the look in their eyes, seeing that, you know what, they are feeling the pain again. again. And that was the most painful moment for me was seeing that I could, that I could just re-traumatize the people in my life over and over again. I'll, I'll never, I'll never forget that moment. Let me just say to someone right now that's saying, yep, that was me, whether it was addiction, whether it I mean, whatever that looked like in your life where you processed through something, you came out on what you felt like was the other side. And then that sucker came back again. Yeah. You did the thing again. You felt prey to the thing again. You felt victim to it, whatever. And and it's shocking in that moment. But I just want to tell somebody right now that we don't serve a God of second chances. We serve right. a God of infinite chances okay and hope and redemption in my personal opinion i could be wrong when we get to heaven has no expiration date okay right we don't just all of a sudden run out of the possibility and access to hope in my personal opinion and i say that not to be like oh let's get out of this dark moment that really sucks i say that to 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 just free somebody today that's like oh that's me i thought that the second chance was not available to me well, right. God dog it, okay? Carlos is here to share the story because yeah. even though that happened again, Carlos, what the other side looked like? Where yeah. are you now? How did that redemption come for you? Yeah, you know, the the other side for me um, was maybe when I got to the the place, and it was after the second, this second part that I was talking about the, is yeah. the most painful. When I, when I had that realization of like, okay, wait a second, I'm gonna do this again mm-hmm. and again and again, and again, until I come face to face with whatever lie I'm believing that is causing come on. this 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 medicating behavior, right? And so, you know, um, I I I finally had to ask God very specific questions and have Him give me very specific answers for me to be able to face That's the lie that that I believe, you know. And so, like, I had to, I had to start getting this in places of like, okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to actually believe that God still speaks. Yeah, I'm gonna actually have to believe in this crazy this crazy thing that 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 i that i called christianity Mm. that i say i believe in but if i really start to unpack it it's the craziest thing you've ever heard of i'm actually gonna have to put all my faith in the truth of who jesus is and allow him allow him to start speaking these truths to me and start believing these truths you know and so um Mm. so for me you know i this whole story is in a book called kill the spider that that came out in 2017 i read that book i did yes yes yeah that that's you know five six years ago that's when i first you know, the, met you yeah yeah and 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 that book you know is 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 the story so if you want to get into the weeds of this story yeah uh, you can go there but I, i'll tell you right now once i faced my spider mm. once i grabbed a hold of the dagger and stuck a stuck that dagger through the heart of that spider i i wasn't able to do that without the totality of the gospel about the without the blood of the cross the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the authority that he's given me Come on. in his ascension. Like those three pieces were the pieces for me that once, once I started shifting and realizing, okay, my help is in the natural. Okay. Mm. That the natural is really helpful, right? Yep. Medication, therapy, books, podcast, all these things, very helpful. Yep. But my hope is not in the natural. Come it on. can't be. My help is in the natural. My hope is in the supernatural. Woo. My help is in the natural. My hope is in the supernatural. Come on. When I shifted my perspective to start getting my hope from the supernatural, I, and that's like the crazy stuff, right? Come on. Then, then 
then I started realizing, wait a second, wait a th- this, th- I can break free from this stuff. Come on. Wait, wait a second. You know, so you know, my book that's coming out tomorrow or whenever people listen yeah. to this, how to human, right? Like how to human, be human, see humans, free humans. Like this is, this is no, I mean, no offense to Oprah, but this is no <laughs> Oprah-esque feel good thing, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's not like Carlos isn't just like, these are three steps to a better life. No, like yeah. I unpacked the humanity of Jesus. I looked at the humanity of Jesus Come on. and I saw that every day Jesus was fully who he was. He saw people for who they were yep. and then he figured out how can I free them? And so when we unpack the life of Jesus and we start doing this, at that point, we're going to start finding more and more That's freedom. That's so good. Okay, now let's hop to the new book because something you said earlier caught my attention number one let me just say this i want to differentiate condemnation from conviction we're not talking about you being condemned feeling shamed for what you've been through and what you was going through once again we're talking about in my person what i call as a holy conviction it's right there like in the gut it's in your soul it's the refining of the soul you said earlier that the third step of of just how to human is about conviction Why? How does that free you? How does that free other people? Yeah, well, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people are just stay convicted. They just stay there. Yep. And um, and and again, uh, like you like you said, there's a difference between condemnation and conviction. Condemnation is a lie from the enemy or from a human being. You, You start feeling condemned. You just know it's a lie. Okay. yeah. Conviction, on the other hand, is the work of the Holy Spirit. What, what, what happens with us, that, that is literally the role of the Holy Spirit is to convict. Okay, mm. It is not man's job to convict. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. If you are feeling convicted from another human being, then then that's actually getting, getting into condemnation. Yep. It is the role, the, per, the sole role of the Holy Spirit to convict. So when I start talking about BC and free and you're yep. going to find freedom when we move from conviction to action, because oh. I, I feel like a lot of people are convicted about a lot of things, right? Like we can feel convicted, but if you don't do nothing about Holy <laughs> what Spirit you do? convicting you, yeah. what, what's going to change? Who's going to find freedom, right? So we, mm. th- you could be convicted all day long. I honestly believe the devil loves convicted humans. They're like, he's oh, like, yeah. oh man, this is awesome. Look, there's a whole Sunday school class that is just convicted about yeah. the latest you know, thing that they school. saw on the news and the latest thing that's happening. They are super convicted. But guess mm. what? They're not doing nothing about it. And I, I think I think the enemy would much rather have a bunch of convicted Christians Come on. as opposed to a bunch of convicted Christians that are putting action to their convictions. <gasps> so that action piece is so essential. That's you good. have to start asking yourself, what do I have to actually do now with the conviction? What is the step I need to take That's with good. the conviction? You're, you're convicted about. You know, people are convicted about all kinds of things. Uh, when when the Af- Afghan crisis happened, we remember in Afghanistan. Like, yeah, man, I'm telling you what, my Instagram feed my facebook feed it, they, it was filled with a lot of people that were convicted oh yep. man i feel horrible we need to oh, we need to we need to snap one month later one month later <laughs> if i were to go ask those same people that were really convicted what hey so do? like what 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 refugee camp have you gone and uh, volunteered at a- ain't nobody going to do that right and so Ooh. so did everyone find freedom no because conviction alone will never free somebody there has to be action that follows conviction wait a minute Wait a minute. Conviction alone will not free someone. There has to be action to follow. Yeah. Well, freak. Okay. Okay. God dog it. No, here's why I love that so much. I'm thinking about the listener and the watcher right now that's saying, I'm convicted that I've been numbing with alcohol and drugs and I've been, you know, falling prey to this addiction. I'm, I'm convicted. But the action of 
getting accountability and yeah. going to the AA meeting. And, oh, yeah. freak. It's like all yeah, connecting in my brain right now. Yeah, absolutely. That's when you start absolutely. to experience freedom. Yes. yes. Okay, freedom free. does not come through conviction. It never, it never has. Nobody has ever been rescued by conviction alone. Nobody. Well, if you are a faithful listener of the Still Coloring Podcast and you listen to season one, then you've heard me share about an organization near and dear to my heart, Africa New Life. And you also know that I have been sponsoring a student named Sandrine Ishamwe since she captured my heart during a trip to Rwanda in 2019. Now, God has created an extraordinary transformation in Rwanda. Currently, more than 11,000 students are sponsored through Africa New Life confidently pursuing their education while being encouraged by local staff and gaining access to medical support and other care, all while learning about Jesus, y'all. As African New Life continues to support communities in Rwanda and disciple families, they really need more sponsors to come alongside students. These students and their families have faithfully prayed for a sponsor for a while now, trusting that God will provide. And we know that God will continue to work miracles in Rwanda and Listen, we have the incredible opportunity to be a part of this. Let's provide joy and hope to students in Rwanda by sponsoring their education. I have made it a personal goal for our still coloring family to sponsor 50 to 100 African New Life students. Listen, this isn't about numbers. We are talking about 50 to 100 individual students, individual families whose lives will be drastically changed. Go to africanewlife.org forward slash Tony to see the students waiting for sponsorship right now. It will change their life and it will undoubtedly change you. Again, that's africanewlife.org slash T-O-N-I. Let's hit our goal of 50 to 100 students and let's change the lives of 50 to 100 people and beyond. So if you're looking for a new Bible study, I want to tell y'all about one from my friends at Women of Welcome. Their team has created a real beautiful, simple, and also free, hello somebody, Bible study that can be done individually or even with a group. Women of Welcome is a community dedicated to diving into the whole of scripture to understand God's heart for the immigrant and the refugee. The welcome of Christ was astonishing to the culture around him. I mean, he gave voice to the speechless, frustrated the powerful, he humbled the wise, and as Christians, our welcome should be like his, wonderfully surprising, deeply challenging, and firmly rooted in love. Not just love for the people in our neighborhood, the people that look like us, believe like us, talk like us, walk like us, but love for all. Every single human being, all created in the Imago Dei, the image of God. What's incredible is that last year, I actually got to go to the Mexico border with Women of Welcome, and it was incredible. My eyes were opened. My heart was humbled. Compassion grew. I mean, it was beautiful and hard at the same time. Now, when you decide to start following Women of Welcome and learning from them, I want you to know that you will venture into a journey of understanding biblical hospitality in a fresh and authentic way. Now, a great starting point is their Christ-like welcome study, and you can download it for free today. Spend five weeks in the Word exploring the beautiful welcome of Jesus toward His most beloved creation, human beings. 
humans, y'all. We're talking about God's plan A, his daughters and his sons. Now to download your free copy of the Christ-like welcome study, visit womenofwelcome.com slash Tony. That's womenofwelcome.com slash Tony for your free Bible study. Go grab it right now and become more like Christ. I want to know how to human. Okay. <laughs> I just, it just hit me. I said, well, shoot, I'm about to get this book. No, this is, I love it because again, I believe in humanity. I really yes. do. And I think we have thrown this word like human around. I think yeah. If, if we believe as Christians that God created humans, he, that, it means that he created us to be good, that yes. he created us to be shaped and formed and, and breathed in like Eden. And yep. so I love the concept of your book because I think it steals the word human back from the enemy, from darkness. Yep. Yep. For yes. some, because because let's be honest, for the past what five seven years, like when you think about other humans, it's kind of like this like disgust, like oh yeah. humans. But we are God's creation. Absolutely. I feel like you're stealing it back. Are you stealing let's back go, humanity? Am. Is that what's happening, Carlos? Well, you know, I I, I think that you, you, there's people that are going to be even mad that I'm that I'm saying how to human because they're gonna be like, no, we're not supposed to be human. We're supposed to be like Jesus. We're supposed to be, you know. Okay, and I'm like, okay. listen, like. Like, like God created, just like you said, created our humanity. Yes. Like, like he, he would have never sent his son to walk the earth to be a human if he didn't want to experience humanity in its totality. So why in the world would we try to not be exactly what he created us to be? Oh, and so, good. yes, like, like, like I'm, tr- I am, I'm trying to take this word back and, and, you know, I use the word as a verb, right? In the yep. title, how to human because i'm trying to say that that being human is is literally a action it's a, we're talking about action leads people to freedom right like not just conviction being human human the word is an action right and so again we're divide we're more divided than we've ever been yep. we're more disconnected than we've ever been yep. um we're more distracted than we've ever been mm. and i believe that that in this book as i study the humanity of jesus there's there, listen there's a lot of books that have been written that I could never write because I'm not smart enough on the divinity of Jesus. Okay. okay? Sure. Like sure. the divinity of Jesus is you know, I'm a, I'm a Holy okay. spirit filled Jesus loving man. I believe in the divinity of Jesus, but I thought, well, why not just write a book about his humanity for a second? Mm. You know, because what, what I found Tony is that as I travel, Gosh. so like most of my speaking engagements have shifted from about, you know, I'm, I'm at like 80% corporate non-faith based mm, okay. events now. And what yeah. I've found is that it's not Jesus that non-Christians have a problem with. It's the representation of Jesus that they have a problem with. So I'm finding that, you know what? Like people actually want to study the life of Jesus. They actually want to see what Jesus said. Look at what Jesus did. But but when we misrepresent who he is, 100%. that's when people start, you know, going You're the like, opposite nah. way. So yes, I'm trying to I'm trying to take this word human again, apply it to the life of Jesus so I that we can that. see the humanity of who he was. And then we just copy and paste that onto our life. And I think we become the the version of human that we were created to be. Okay, here's what I love about the book. That you said this earlier. It's almost like a manual. It's a how to. And I yeah. feel like I feel like that's what we need right now. I really do. I, I'm not saying that we don't need to sit with the Holy Spirit because I'm a, like Holy Spirit filled, Jesus loving. I'm about yeah. to be slain in the Spirit every Sunday, honey. Okay. Yes. 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 But 
I feel like as Christians, we have just been floating in la la land in this very philosophical yeah. space. And we yeah. we need help. We need yeah. practical steps on how to actually do this life well. And that's why I'm right. super excited about it. Like I'm all in this season of my life, at least I'm real. I'm getting real practical. Yeah. If good, good. there was one practical thing that you want to share, we're not going to share the whole book because you got to go get it. OK, how to human. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. If there was one practical step to yep. returning back to the goodness of our humanity, of being yeah. a better human, of doing humanness yep. better, I'm like making yep. up all the human things. Yep. What would it be? What would you share? What would you just really want people to know? Yeah, you know, I I, I think it when when I was looking at the life of Jesus and I was looking at his humanity, Ooh, everything he did was so counterintuitive and countercultural and really opposite of what we actually imagine we're, we're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. Like he literally says, like, love your enemy, like, 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 love like, your enemy as yourself. Right. Like, like Jesus is telling us, like, to do the most opposite things ever. And so, like, in How to Human, unfortunately, a lot of the things that I recommend are going to go counter to what we feel mm. counter to how, how we, how we, so, you know, something simple that I would say is like, first of all, go, go ahead right now and figure out a way to bless your enemy, bless somebody Ooh. that is driving you crazy. Because when you bless somebody that's blasting you, when you bless them, you completely remove their power. And, and, and what that does is Come it on. actually shows and brings humanity out in them. So think about it. Who's somebody that's driving you crazy. Who's somebody that, that, you know, at work is, driving you up a wall you yep. can't stand they're talking behind your back they are you know trying to get your job um you know it, it's, it's whoever that person is yeah i want you to find a way to bless to them bless i want you them. to pray for favor pray for like financial increase in their life you just yeah, go counterintuitive to what you think being human is mm. and bless them and when you do that oh my gosh the freedom that you're going to feel in that moment begins to shift right i say i say in my book one of the one of the chapters is called don't stand on issues walk with people and oh. that's one of the hardest things to do but yep. we live in a society where as humans we want to stand on an issue we want to like this is the issue mm. this is where i stand people yep. ask me all the time where do you stand on that issue carlos and i'll tell them i don't i don't stand on issues i walk with people so another opportunity that you have is find somebody on the opposite side of an issue you believe in yep. and walk with them, go to lunch with them, go, go take them for a meal, go to a soccer game, a football game with them and That's just be good. human together. And again, be reminded that we can actually pull this thing off. We can do this. Okay. Here's what yeah. I'm, here's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that on this podcast, we have held the tension of helping people process humanity and how to human better. And we've also highlighted one of your most painful moments, how you came up out of that. And now you have the authority to speak into the goodness of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. I, th these are the moments where I get like super emotional and I don't know how to get my life together because we need more leaders like that. We need yeah. more people who will stand on platforms and say, no, 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 look at what I went through. And I only went through it one time, but I went through it twice. I came out on the other side of it. I decided not to let conviction have the final say. I put action to right. it. I did my work. I healed. I'm out here with my family. We've been redeemed. We've been restored. And it was freaking hard. And on the other yeah. side of that, I am going to turn all that I went through into yeah. an actionable, purposeful life. Yes, Yes. Yes. I just had to say yes. that. I don't even have a question, yeah. but I just want to highlight yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and it's it's what it's what ends up happening. You know, like like you 
your story, the pain in your story gives you authority to be able to help free somebody out of that same pain in their story. Right. And so like, like, like your pain, like I've got a, I got a night or no 20 year old daughter that was stricken in the hospital in a hospital bed for oh, 30 yeah. days. The I worst pain of her girl. entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The worst pain of her entire life. She, the doctors told her your lungs are scarred. You're never going to be able to run again. She four months ago just ran, ran a, a national freaking marathon. I saw ran, it. ran the whole thing. And guess what she now has? She now has authority to speak into people's lives that are desperate Come for on. physical healing. And so she's she's walking in with an authority because she's experienced it. So guess what? Yes, your pain is painful, but that pain is going to put you up with some authority that you didn't even know you would, could even pull out of yourself. And you're going to have authority to speak into and give other people freedom because they're in those exact same places of pain that you've been in. And that's what Jesus did for us. Yep. He literally yep. endured death and showed us what resurrection looks like so that we could have hope in the deaths of our life that redemption yeah. and resurrection is possible in our lives too. Freak. Yeah. Come on. Carlos. I'm sorry. Okay. It's just good. It's just so freaking good. Okay, here's the question we're going to wrap with that I have been asking um everyone to do. It's more of an action step. Yeah. Um If you were to be sitting across the table from the listener, from the watcher right now, what would you say to them as they are in a painful season? Mm. Uh, Okay. And this isn't just coming from my book, but I would say, I see you. Mm. I I would tell them that I see you. And I, I, I would honestly, I would offer them no more words of wisdom besides that. I see you. People in pain are desperate to be seen. There's something about being seen. Yeah. Right. There, there, there's something about knowing that someone else sees you in your pain. And I just would let them know, like, listen, I see you and I will continue to see you. And when you feel seen that just, it just right. Raises up hundred percent, j- just a level of like, you know what? I can get through this. Mm. I, and so like for, for the, even for the listener, like look at the people that are in pain around you and just see them. Just, just see them. Sometimes that's all it takes is for somebody to be seen. And then that's going to give them the strength mm-hmm. that's going to rise up in them. And they're going to be like, you know what? I can get out of this. I can, I can do this. So that's what I say. I look at your listener and I say, I see, I see you. you. I love that. It's almost like sometimes it's not even the pain that we're most right. scared of. It's that we'll be, we would be alone and unseen. Alone in, in the pain. Oh. We're all going to be in pain. We're all going to go through pain. I love but it. man, it, as long as we don't do it alone, mm. you know? Carlos, can you pray for us? Oh yes, Lord, I, I just I pray very specifically right now for uh, the listener that maybe hasn't felt seen in a long time. For the listener that when I said I see you, they got that knot in their stomach, they got that lump in their throat mm-hmm. because they feel invisible. So this is what I ask for very specifically, Jesus Christ. I break. Any lie that any listener that is listening right now believes that they are alone, that they are abandoned. And we replace those lies with the truth that they are seen, they are loved, they are adored, they are important, Mm. and they actually will come out on the other side of this pain. And so, Lord, allow us to step into the realization and walk with the victory that we're going to end up having, but may we walk with it right now, because I do believe that we, when we are seen, we finally find freedom. May that freedom not be in humanity. May that freedom be in you, Jesus Christ. For it's in your name we pray. Mm. Amen. Amen. Carlos, 
two things really quickly. Number one, I'm going to get How to Human tattooed on my neck. So I'll never All forget right. it. <laughs> so I'll never forget it. Um, if you're listening to this today, it's January the 23rd, 2023. And tomorrow, Carlos's book comes out, and I just want you to go order it because I think we all need to learn how to human. Second thing is, thanks for being here, Carlos. I appreciate Aww, you. Thanks, friend. Yay. This was awesome. Wow! Bye, y'all. Hey, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Still Coloring Podcast with Tony Collier. I am so absolutely grateful to hold the stories of brokenness that we get to share with you and the honor that it is to point you to both resources and ultimately to our source, Jesus Christ. If you can't get enough of the show, we'd love for you to leave a rating and or a review wherever you listen to podcasts and spread the word. If you've got someone in your life who you think would benefit from this show, don't keep it from them. And if Instagram is your thing, I want you to meet me there at Tony J. Collier. I'm a little wild, so buckle up. We'll see you next time as we all lean into the stories that help us claim hope and grit over our own lives. See you soon. The Still Coloring Podcast is a production of Ivy Media Podcasts. It's produced and edited by Angie Elkins. The music is by Sam Collier of A Greater Story. Artwork is done by Natalie Maxey of Nueva Creative. The show notes are by Allie Young of Wild Young 3. And I am your host, Tony Collier. And I want to remind you that you can heal and find hope and grit right in the middle of it.